We are dads. Wouldn't it be awesome to build a wildly profitable online business so we can all enjoy more dad time? We're about to learn how. This is Dadpreneur Freedom. Learn about online marketing without all the bullcrap. Eliminate the excuses and learn from someone who's already made all the mistakes, who's done it successfully for the last decade. It's time to build a business and a life you can truly be proud of. Welcome to Dadpreneur Freedom. Here's your host, Adam Dukes. We are dads. Wouldn't it be awesome to build a wildly profitable online business so we can all enjoy more dad time? We're about to learn how. This is Dadpreneur Freedom. Learn about online marketing without all the bullcrap. Eliminate the excuses and learn from someone who's already made all the mistakes, who's done it successfully for the last decade. It's time to build a business and a life you can truly be proud of. Welcome to Dadpreneur Freedom. Here's your host, Adam Dukes. Welcome back to Dadpreneur Freedom. This is episode number 18. Now, before we dive in, if you've missed any past episodes, please make sure to check out my website at adamdukes.com, www.adamdukes.com. I got all my past podcast episodes, upload a lot of my YouTube videos over there, and I also upload my emails that I send out to my email database as short, little, helpful blog post, 200 to 400 words. So I got written content, I got audio content, and I got video content. So all three of those forms of content, whichever one you prefer, it's all over at adamdukes.com. Also, I just recently launched a Facebook group called Dadpreneur Freedom, the name of this podcast. You can check it out at adamdukes.com forward slash group. Uh, every Monday at 5 p.m. Vegas Standard Time, which is Pacific Standard Time, we have a weekly training on how to build a wildly profitable online business so that you can enjoy more dad time. It's a 30-minute training. It's just a live stream that we do in the community. Uh, this is a community of dadpreneurs where you'll get support, guidance, inspiration, direction, motivation, and virtual ass-kicking from fellow dadpreneurs. You can check it out, adamdukes.com forward slash group, and get access to insider tips and tricks on mindset shifts, marketing strategies designed to save you time, money, frustration, stress, anxiety, fear, humiliation, shame, guilt, and frequent trips to the liquor store, and a whole lot more adamdukes.com forward slash group come check it out we're having uh having fun in there i forgot how many we got about 70 members 70 fellow dadpreneurs in there right now so come check it out if you're interested if you're a dad and you play on the facebook world uh we'd love to have you so i had a call uh so into this episode i had a call with my cousin she is a i haven't talked to her in years we, we talk a little bit on facebook and you know, Facebook, maybe a little bit of messenger comment on uh, statuses, but I haven't talked to her on the phone. I don't know if I've ever talked to her on the phone, to be completely honest with you. She's back in Michigan where I'm from, and she reached out to me last week, and she does, um, she reached out to me last week and asked, hey, I'd love to get on a phone call with you if you're available. Uh, I'd love to hear your ideas on how to help um, get more business for my business. So she is 
She sells Dutera. I think that's how it's pronounced. Uh, Essential Oils. It's a direct sales MLM company. If you know me, you know I am not a fan of MLM companies. That's besides the point. Um, she, she said, I'm wondering if you could help me out with um, how I could market my business better. So I said, absolutely. So we ended up hopping on a call yesterday. We ended up talking for two and a half hours. We talked a lot about business. We talked family stuff. We talked being single parents. We talked about entrepreneurship. We talked about COVID vaccines. We talked we talked about everything under the sun. It was a great conversation. Uh, but anyways, I want to give you some of the insights that I shared with her um, because it's insights that I share with a lot of people. It's two things. And I've been getting on a lot of calls with some, with fellow dadpreneurs over the last several weeks, last couple, last month or so. And I've been giving this advice a lot over and over to these specific people. So I really wanted to create a podcast about it and kind of dive in what we talked about. So again, like I said, she sells doTERRA essential oils. It's a direct sales MLM company. And the problem with MLM, well, let's say one of the problems, there's a lot of problems, but let's just, one of the problems with MLM is they target, they don't really target a specific market. They target everyone. I mean, she, my, my cousins pitched me, I don't know, two or three times over the years on essential oils. I, I'm not really interested in essential oils. And I know, I'm sure she's pitched other friends and family because that's what they're taught. That's what MLM people, that's what the MLM companies teach is reach out, reach out to your friends and families first. And it, it can, it can turn to be annoying. I'm sure you've ran across people, maybe family members that try to push their MLM product on you or their opportunity on you. So one of the big things, one of the big problems is they try, they don't really have a target market. It's basically whoever the fuck will listen to you, <laughs> try to sell them your wares, your trinkets, your XYZ, whatever it is. Uh, if they'll listen to you, they're a potential customer, you know, and that's just not how you market, you know, and they'll say, oh, it's a numbers game. If you talk to a hundred people, one will buy, you know, um, but that that'll burn you out. So what I suggested to her and what I suggest to everybody is I said, why don't you focus on a specific market, a specific group of people? And she's a single mom. And so I said, maybe I would imagine um, women are more likely to buy essential oils. I said, maybe you focus on single moms and you sell them your oils, but you don't sell them the oils necessarily. You talk about their problems that they have. So and that essential oils is going to be the solution to that problem. So you talk about single mom or stay-at-home mom, whatever group of people. Single, I, Like I said, I gave her the example of single moms. Single moms, what problems do they have that these doTERRA essential oils could solve? And so I said, find a pain point of a single mom where you could offer your oils, offer your solution to help them. And the one I gave, I don't know essential oils really at all. I don't know what they, I mean, I know what they are, but I don't know why people buy them or spend money on them. I, I just, I'm not, I'm ig not even ignorant. I'm just undereducated in that market. So I didn't really know. So I just threw out their kids getting sick at school all the time. I know when my kids uh, were first getting into the school system, it seemed like they were sick every other week. It was a pain in the ass getting in the medicine, keeping them home, hard to do work with them home and sick and all that, sending them to school, getting a call an hour later, having to go pick them up because they're sick, because they're cough or runny nose or whatever it is. So it's a pain in the ass. I don't know if essential oils solve, it certainly doesn't cure sickness. I'm not saying that or claiming that. But I don't know if it reduces the chance 
chance of them getting sick, but I said that could be a problem you talk about. Again, I don't know if that's a problem that oils solve. That was just an example. I said find a problem that single moms have. Again, single moms being an example, and you have the solution for that your essential oils. So again, I don't know if that's true or not. So don't quote me that essential oils, I'm certainly not saying it cures the sickness, you know, but maybe it helps with the sickness. I'm not too sure. Uh, so before this podcast, I've been, I was doing some research. I was making some notes for this episode and I looked up benefits of essential oils. And one of the top results came back and it said, improve complexion and skin tone. When I talked to my cousin, I had no idea it did that. I like I said, I'm undereducated in this market. So uh, I go a little bit deeper. And if I were to talk to her again, what I would tell her is I would sell beauty. That's what I would sell. I didn't know it improves complexion and skin tone. So I would sell beauty. I wouldn't sell essential oils. I wouldn't sell doTERRA. I wouldn't sell MLM. I wouldn't sell the opportunity. I would sell beauty. That is exactly what I would sell. So again, I would still focus on a specific group of most likely females, stay-at-home moms, single moms, corporate women. Those are some examples that I gave her uh, of target markets that she could focus on. Uh, And back to the selling beauty. So Maybelline, the makeup brand, the makeup line, they don't sell makeup. They sell beauty. Coca-Cola, they don't sell soda. They sell happiness. Apple, they don't sell iPhones or iPads. They sell status, sell emotions, not features or benefits. This is a massive, massive tip. Not to say features and benefits, they have their place. You know, a lot of people, a lot of marketers will say, don't sell the features, sell the benefits. If you want to go one step further, sell the emotion that your product or service is going to give to that person. So my tagline is helping dads get more dad time. That's an emotion. That's a benefit, but it's also an emotion. More dad time. They're getting more dad time. That makes them happy. So sell emotions, not features and benefits. So that's number one tip I told her is focus on a target market. And I want to share a story, another story real quick. And I probably shared it on podcast before. I've shared it a number of times over the years. Back in 2014, 2015, I sold Facebook advertising. And I started off selling Facebook advertising to real estate agents. I was able to run Facebook ads to real estate agents to get them as clients. I could target Keller Williams, Coldwell Banker, Century 21, Berkshire Hathaway, and there was one other one. I can't remember. There was a fifth one. So I would, I would set up ads running to all five of those. You could say you could target by employers and I would target by those specific employers. And my Keller Williams ad would call out Keller Williams. My Century 21 ad would call out Century 21. My Berkshire Hathaway ad would call out Berkshire Hathaway. Remax was the other one. My Remax ad would call out Remax agents. Over some time, I started to see my Keller Williams ad was performing much better. So I turned off the other four. I eventually started only working with Keller Williams agents. Over a little bit more time, I realized I really enjoyed talking to the male Keller Williams agents. I just had a better rapport. I was a new dad at the time. So if they were dads, I could ask for tips. I could ask for advice. We bring, I bring up sports a lot because I like to talk sports with uh, other men. Not to say women don't, ha- don't like sports and that, but I just had a, I had, I enjoyed my time with speaking with males more. And it's, it's a male dominated industry or, or no, it's a female dominated. 
No, I don't know. I don't know if it's a male or female. I think it's male. I was thinking loan officers. So scratch that. I don't know if it's male or female dominated. I would guesstimate it's probably female actually now that I say that. But anyways, I just preferred talking to men I, I just, and, and working with them. I just had more in common with them. It's not a sexist thing or anything like that. So again, when I started, I was targeting real estate agents and I offered Facebook advertising. And then I, I niched down to those five brokerages. And then eventually I niched down to Keller Williams. And then I eventually niched down to male Keller Williams. And I did some Google searching. I did some researching. And I didn't find a single person on the face of the planet, 7.6 billion people, that specialize in Facebook advertising for Keller male Keller Williams agents. I was the only person that specialized that on the face of the earth, as far as I could tell. That means I had zero competition. That means I can set the price. That means I can charge whatever I want. Of course, within reason, obviously. I can't charge them $500,000, but within reason, I can set the bar. And what's powerful about that is when I started talking to these guys, these Keller Williams agents, after about 10 or so calls, I started getting some intel, some insight into how Keller Williams works, the name of their software, the name of their processes. They had to cold call from 9.30 to 11, Monday through Thursday, every day. After a few of these conversations, when I got on the phone with Keller Williams agent 15, it was a sales call, I'd say, man, doesn't that suck? You guys have to cold call from 9.30 to 11. And I hear that software, that CRM software that you use, it doesn't really work. This part's really good, but this part's kind of clunky. Well, I heard that you, at Fridays you have to do X, Y, Z. And they would be like, how'd you know that? And I'm like, I just know. I, I work with a lot of Keller Williams agents. Like, I knew their problems before they even told me. I knew what they were struggling with. I knew what they were frustrated with because I had talked to so many Keller Williams agents prior to that. It made sales, I don't want to say effortless, but it made sales much, much easier. And for a guy who sucks at sales, that was a pleasant surprise. It wasn't by design that way. So that's the power of having a target market, of focusing on a specific group of people. And another thing I want to talk about just real briefly, because this episode is not about this, I'll probably create a separate episode, but this is how you create a category of one. You're the only person in that category is when you focus on a specific group of people. And that's all you need. And I, I made a post about this a couple of weeks ago. I might have made a podcast, but you truly only need a hundred clients to have a multi, multiple six figure business. Only a hundred clients. That's it. There's 6.7 billion people in the world. You don't need a million people. You don't even need a thousand. You need a hundred clients. You charge them whatever it is for a service, for coaching, for consulting, or even a course. You charge them a thousand dollars for whatever it is you offer. A thousand times a hundred clients is $100,000. But here's the thing. You, you charge 1000 at the at the start, your MVP, your minimum viable product. You get testimonials, you get feedback, you refine it, you make it better, you increase the value to 1500 then to 2000 then to 2500 then to 3000 Now all of a sudden, your $3,000 product selling it to 100 clients, that's a $300,000 business. So you only need 100 people. So don't be scared to niche down. Don't be scared all the audience is going to be too small. That's bullshit. There's 6.7 billion people in the world. You only need 100 people to sell to. So that was my first suggestion is coming up with a very specific target market where she could be the go-to person for doTERRA oils for stay-at-home moms, as an example. Uh, the next thing I told her, I, I suggested to her was, how can you make your offer unique and or better? Everyone selling doTERRA is selling the same thing. They're selling doTERRA oils. 
you're all competing against each other. The pricing is the same. You have no control of the pricing. When you sell MLM, you don't have control of the pricing. The company sets the price. You can't lower the price. You can't increase the price. However, you can increase the value of your offer. So if you're selling a bottle or a jar or whatever that oil comes in, and so is Susie and Sally and Jennifer and Amanda, they're all selling the same bottle for $10. Well, what can you do? To, you can't really do anything to your bottle, but you can add things to it. A Happy Meal is a great example. A Happy Meal has a cheeseburger, french fries, and a dessert. When I order my value meal, I get a cheeseburger and french fries. Same thing in a Happy Meal, but the Happy Meal comes in a pretty box, a pretty red and yellow box. It comes with a toy, and it comes, like I said, with a cookie or like a Go-Gurt or some type of a treat for the kids. It's packaged up a lot nicer than my value meal, and that's why McDonald's is the best fast food company in the world. That's one of the reasons. There's there's a couple of them, but they sell to kids better than any other uh, fast food chain out there. My kids want to go to McDonald's 99.9% of the time if we're going out to eat because they want the toy. The toy that they'll play with for seven goddamn minutes and then they'll never play with it again. I mean, that's just the case. They want the toy. That's an offer. So that's what I suggested to her. I said, how can you create a bundle around that Deuterra oil or oils, whatever they buy? And so a couple suggestions. Again, I don't know this market at all. I'd have to do some research. This was purely just off the top of my head. To, uh, on the phone call, but I said, why not create an ebook on 10 hidden uses for essential oils that maybe they have no idea about? And I said, you just sit on a Saturday afternoon and you spend an hour, maybe a half hour, writing 10 hidden uses for essential oils or hidden benefits of essential oils. Hidden uses, benefits, probably two different ebooks right there, or guides, cheat sheets, whatever you want to call them. I said, Sarah, you just sit down and write that one Saturday afternoon. You save it as a PDF. Now anyone who buys, they get that, they get that bonus. Say it's valued at $9.95, something like that. So that's one idea. And she could probably create a couple different cheat sheets or some type of digital PDF deliverables where she sits down and writes it one time, saves it to her desktop, and it's done. And then she gives it out to every customer. And then another suggestion I said is, why don't you have a video on how to use the oils in the living room? And then create another video, how to use the oils in the kitchen. Create another video, how to use the oils in the bathroom. Create another video, how to use the oils in the bedroom. Or wherever else, however else you could. I I don't know the, again, I don't know the industry. You probably come up with eight to ten different ideas on different videos. They don't have to be long. One minute one to five minute long videos. She records those videos one time. That's all she does. She does the work one time. And then another thing I said is, why don't you offer a one-on-one consultation for someone who spends a certain amount of money? Hey, if you spend over $100 this month, I'm going to grant you a one-on-one call and I'm going to help you get the most out of your oils. If you commit to a six-month, a three-month, a 12-month subscription, I'm going to give you a 30-minute one-on-one call where I share with you how you can leverage these essential oils and get all the benefits on your skin, your complexion, helping the, uh, little little Johnny get better <laughs> so he doesn't miss as much school, whatever it is. And then at the end, I said, well, I send a handwritten thank you card to every customer. That's not part of the offer. That's just something I added in of good customer service. But that's the thing. So now she can bundle up her offer and have maybe an ebook, a couple of ebooks, a guide, a cheat sheet, whatever you want to call it, a couple of PDFs valued at $9.95 each, $7.95, $12.95, whatever it is, a couple of different videos 
package those up into a video bundle. This is this is valued at twenty nine bucks, twenty seven bucks, thirty nine bucks, seventeen dollars, whatever it is. Now all of a sudden, Sally and Susie and Amanda and Jennifer that are all selling the oil at ten dollars, ten dollars, ten dollars, ten dollars. But now my cousin's selling the oil at ten dollars, but she's also throwing in a couple of digital PDFs. She's also selling or bundling in a bundle of six, eight, ten different videos on how to get the most out of your essential oils. She's also offering a one-on-one consultation if you spend a certain amount of money or commit to a subscription, whatever it is. She just eliminated all her competition because her offer is so much better than the competition. And there's a lot of different ways she could go at this. This Again, I was thinking some digital products uh, for a few reasons. Number one is they're very easy to create. Uh, number two is you create them once and you can leverage them over and over and over and over again. And number three is they don't cost any money. Number four is they don't cost much time to create. Number five is they do increase the value. That's very, very valuable for someone buying essential oils, getting some type of an ebook or guide on 10 hidden uses of essential oils. I never thought of that. You know, so, wow, seven of those 10, I never thought of that. And here's the thing. Now they have seven other ideas on how to use the oils. Guess what happens? They use them faster. So guess what that means? They need to reorder from her again and again and over and over and over. So get them to use the product. So there's a couple of, purposes of this ebook to add value but also to get them to use it in other ways to get them to use more of the product to get them to benefit more of the product so they continue buying more of it so not only is the offer sexier but it probably increased the frequency that they purchase so um, those are the two things I told her to dial in her market and come up with a unique offer that really blows out the competition again this is how she creates a category of one she eliminates her competition by doing these two things. And both of these things are free to do and they don't cost much time and they could explode her business. And so then at the end of the call, we kind of just, like I said, we talked about a lot of stuff, family and stuff and talked about the doTERRA business. And I had almost totally forgot that she is a massage therapist as well. I mean, we discussed that at the beginning of the call a little bit. And so we started talking about that because when she gets her clients, they come over to her house and she does massage therapy. She uses the oils and gives them like a free sample and stuff like that. And it helps with massages and pains and aches and, and, knots in your legs and back and stuff like that. And so I was like, oh my God, I totally forgot about the massage therapy. And I said, you know what's funny? She was like, what? And I said, all that advice that I just gave you for the doTERRA business, it it applies exactly to the massage therapy business. Exactly. Figure out a target market, get deep within the target market, get specific within the target market. And then how do you craft a better offer? She sells 50 minute massages for $50. That's the going rate. That's the going rate just about anywhere. And I said, how can you sell it for 75? She's like, I can't. The going rate's 50. I said, bullshit, you can sell it for 75. And you do the same thing that we talked about. You bundle it in with some products. And I said, do you have a chiropractor that you could go reach out to and talk to the chiropractor and say, hey, I'm a massage therapist. I would like to gift one visit to your office to my clients. Do you offer a free uh, back adjustment? Most chiropractors would say yes. Can I get your card or can I get some type of a coupon, some type of a voucher, something like that where I could give to my clients? They say, hey, when you get a massage from me, you also get a free back adjustment. And she said, yes, I work with a chiropractor. I just send all my clients to them. 
there's no, there's, I don't even present that to my massage clients that they get that. It's like a hidden benefit. And I said, no, you advertise that. And here's the thing. She can go talk to chiropractor A, chiropractor B, chiropractor C, chiropractor D, chiropractor. She can go talk to four or five different chiropractors and get the same offer from each of them, a free back adjustment. Now she's got five coupons that she throws into her offer. She says, here's my massage, uh, uh, massage, a 50-minute massage. Oh, it's $50, $50, $50. Oh, why is your 75? Well, you get five free adjustments from local chiropractors. What? Uh, oh, really? Five free adjustments? And then they can go out and, and they can leverage, you know, go to use a couple of chiropractors. The point isn't to scam it and just get a bunch of free um, back adjustments. It's to go out and find which chiropractor they enjoy working with. Maybe they go with the first one and they really, really like them and start working with them. But the point is, is stacking that, is, is building that bundle. You know, and there's other things to another random example. Again, I'd have to do research on massage therapy. So maybe there's a dentist in town. I don't know if they got their back massage, but they want white teeth. Go do the same thing with the dentist. Hey, do you offer free teeth whitening for your first patient? Yes, we do. You know, or no, we don't. Okay, then it's not going to work. Go get two or three teeth whitening kits or whatever. You know, like I said, dentist, that's probably a bad example for a massage therapist. But what else would they want? They'd probably want some oils. I said, why don't you order some extra Duterra oils, some sample size ones, and throw that in. Throw that into your offer. Hey, this is valued at 1995. You get this free uh, Duterra 30-day or 14-day trial of this oil. Add that into your offer. Now you can justify that $75 price. Again, you'd have to continue adding. You don't just add those two things, but you can add more and more and more things to it and warrant that higher ticket price by beefing up the offer. Um, So then we started talking, and she told me three of her clients are offensive linemen at Michigan State. They're football players on the Michigan State football team. Who They're number four in the country. They just beat my Michigan Wolverines last week. It was one hell of a football game, 37 to 33. Um, Sadly, it didn't go... uh, the Michigan Wolverines way, but it's still a good game. And so I said, wait, maybe that's your target market is college athletes. I said, that raises your credibility. You're working with college athletes. They're one of the best teams in the uh, the country right now. You could leverage that. You got three returning offensive linemen that come to see you weekly. That's powerful. And one of them, she's been doing massages for, I think, two or three years, she said. So I said, here's what you do. I said, talk to all three of them next time they come in. Tell them, hey, next massage is on me. I'm waving the $50, but you got to bring one of your teammates in. I said, you do that a couple of times. You could have 15 Michigan State football players coming in each and every week. You know, and then there she can also increase her price because now she's not just a massage therapist. She's a massage therapy therapist for high performance college athletes. She separates herself from the competition again and add some bundles into that or add some uh, create an offer around that trips to the chiropractor, some essential oils, whatever else you could do. Like I said, if I knew that industry a little bit better, I could probably figure out what other things could benefit that client. And now she charges 75 an hour or even $100 an hour because, again, she's a specialist now. She's not just a massage therapist anymore. She's a massage therapist for a top 10, top five football, uh, for the linemen or for players of a top 10, top five football team in the country. That is powerful.
So that's what I suggested to her is niche down with college athletes. So, and at the beginning of the call, I told her to pick one or the other massage therapist and, or, or doTERRA. And if you listen to the podcast, or if you consumed any of my content, you know, I'm a big fan of focusing on one thing at a time, but she fought it. She said, you know what I really want to do? I want to do something where I'm at the house where I do the massages, but I also, she does mission work. She travels and with, um, missionary stuff and she's got a couple uh, her daughters two of them live in texas and so she travels to see them so she's like i really want something where i can travel and make some money hence the doTERRA but i also like doing the massage therapy at the house so she wanted to do both my suggestion was pick one and go all in with it Um, however like i said she should probably I, i suggested niche down to college athletes and talk about that on social media. Talk about that on Facebook. Hey, I'm a massage therapist for college athletes. That gets people to refer people to you. Oh, I know a college athlete. You know, they think right in their head. Oh, I know, I know a college athlete, you know, as opposed to I'm a massage therapist. Oh, yeah, I'm connected to like 17 massage therapists. You know, no, I'm a massage therapist for college athletes. And I currently have three clients that are on the Michigan State football team. That gets people's heads turning. Oh, wow. I'm like, that elevates your status so much. That creates demand for your services. So those are the two tips that I wanted to share. Like I said, I speak with a lot of dadpreneurs lately and dialing in the market is step number one in any business. And I talk to so many dadpreneurs and I'm like, guys, you got to dial in your market. Um, and step number two is creating a, a God, I call it a hell yeah, godfather offer, an offer they simply can't refuse. Um, don't try to compete on price and lower the price of your offer. That's a race to the bottom. It's a losing game. I don't care what industry you're in, but lowering your price on whatever it is you're offering, it's a losing game. It's a race to the bottom. What you want to do is increase the value of your offer. When you increase the value, you can increase the price. What's really cool about both of these things, you may have noticed uh, throughout this podcast, is they tie in together. When you have a specific market, you can charge more money because you're a specialist and you have a special offer for that special audience for that special market. And it makes your offer truly not just better, but it makes it unique. It makes it different. It makes it a godfather offer that they have a hard time saying no to. So that's it for now. Both of these principles can be applied to any business on the face of the earth. I don't care if it's the pizza shop, an attorney, an online business, MLM, e-commerce, Amazon. It really doesn't matter. Dial in your target market is step number one. Step number two is create a fucking awesome, amazing, hell yeah, godfather offer that they can't say no to. So, hey, thanks for listening. As always, thanks for listening to the podcast. I truly do appreciate it. You've been listening to Dadpreneur Freedom, empowering us dads to build a wildly profitable online business and a life we can be proud of. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to give us a positive rating and review and share it with a fellow dad. For more step-by-step tutorials, check out the YouTube channel at adamdukes.com slash YT. And be sure to check out www.adamdukes.com for past podcast episodes, videos, and blog posts to help you build your online business. Till next time, this is Dadpreneur Freedom, signing off. You've been listening to Dadpreneur Freedom, empowering us dads to build a wildly profitable online business and a life we can be proud of. 
If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to give us a positive rating and review and share it with a fellow dad. For more step-by-step tutorials, check out the YouTube channel at adamdukes.com slash YT. And be sure to check out www.adamdukes.com for past podcast episodes, videos, and blog posts to help you build your online business. Till next time, this is Dadpreneur Freedom, signing off.